When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Chicago Bulls pick Michael Jordan from the University of North Carolina. So some of you guys know Hoops and Cards is not just a podcast that I, you know, blast out of my car a couple times a week. It's a community where uh, we've had some really great interactions. Some of that's been fun meeting you guys in person. Others, it's been uh, Instagram or emails that I've received this week. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, guys. You know, I'm still doing that thing where you, you're like, hey, you still sending out free cards? Yep. Yep. I'll send you a free, uh, it'll be a Prism or Optic or Don Russ rookie card. Just uh, go on Instagram, at Hoops and Cards, and message me, hello, how you heard about the show and what your address is. I'll send you one. In fact, I'm dropping one off in the mail right now as I drive around uh, Akron area, if you must know, but also about um, the Hoops and Cards community. It's been really helpful and, and I think fun to on the Instagram stories, post a picture of a card and get your opinion on what would you do? Are you buying or selling Russell Westbrook's? Are you buying or selling Darius Garland's? And that's actually was helpful for me a few days ago. I posted a picture at Hoops and Cards of a soccer card, a Lionel Messi PSA 10, who, by the way, that talk about forming a super team, Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe, 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 yeah. All on one team at Paris Saint-Germain. Saint-Germain. Paris Saint-Germain. Dude. So I posted that card and uh, should I sell it? Yes or no? And I've had most people say yes. But then I just want to give a shout out. One of our, um, I don't even know if he's a listener. One of our Instagram people. What do you call One of our Instagrammers. Instagram followers, likers, responders, Instagram community. Anyway, messaged me and said, Hey, you might want to hang on to that, uh, messy card because he just signed with a super team and he might win some championships in these next couple years. And that's a PSA 10 prism, uh, 2014 world cup Messi. You might want to keep it. And I was like, that is a great point. Uh, it's still listed on eBay, probably on the higher end of what they're going for right now, but excuse me. I um, love the feedback, love the interaction. In fact, some of you guys that have sent me messages this week and said, hey, yeah, here's here's what I'm doing, my strategy for the end of summer here or the off season. Here are the players that I'm looking for, or hey, thank you for that recommendation. Some of you jumping in and getting Eric Pashal, uh Silvers, Good, good deal. Good deal. You, some of you got some awesome deals on those and I don't know. I just love it. I learn from you 
and appreciate that this is not a one-way street, even though like right now, if you say something back, I won't hear you. Like it's not an actual um, conversation. I should probably just leave some silent moments during the middle of these episodes. You could say, you could say something because for right now, like it's just me, you know, um, I'm fine with that. Cause I grew up as an only child and, you know, often would talk to my dog or talk to myself or talk as if I had a radio show going on that nobody was listening to. And, uh, so, but, but yeah, I should leave silent moments where you say, I say, Hey, tell me your just the, the, the one card that right now, if you could add any one card, be reasonable. Don't be like, hey, 1986 Jordan Flair. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't we all? But uh, what card that's that's like on your radar? What's your next goal, your target? Your the, This is a reasonable card you want to get. I'm even thinking I should get another Luka Doncic uh, rookie while they're so cheap. Right? The Donruss raw that's sitting there for a hundred. I bet he'd take 70 for it. And I got to go, you guys, I got to go get that card. Here we are in the middle of August, pretty much. And you've heard me talk about this is buying time, buying season. And yeah, I'm excited about a card show I'm going to on Saturday and hopefully getting some deals or, or even better making some good trades. I've got, I've got some cards I need to, to trade out of to, uh, to further my chase of players that I think some, some awesome cards, uh, awesome versions of their rookie cards would be, uh, a, a more affordable right now than they will be in say November. And so I'm looking at NBA, uh, rising stars, guys who's card values have taken a beating. Even guys that, I'll just be honest, I haven't liked as much. I'm like, how how are Michael Porter Jr. so cheap right now? Well, nobody's thinking about Denver. Nobody's thinking about basketball. You know, so and I I, uh, I did splurge. I did a stretch buy uh, yesterday on eBay. I bought, finally, a Shea Gilgis Alexander Silver PSA 9 Prism uh, card number 184 I got in, you know, sometimes on eBay, you can get hooked by these, um, auctions. And in that last minute, you can, you can be like, I just got to win. I just got to win. And, uh, you, you, you get outbid in the last minute and then you put in, all right, I'll, I'll bid whatever it takes to win this thing. And, uh, so I did and I won it. And, um, and it was still like cheaper than most of those cards have sold for in the last few weeks. So I feel good about it. I was able to sell, uh, a soccer card that I really don't care about online yesterday. So that, that covered whatever the difference was. I just really felt that, um, nicer Shea Gilgis Alexander cards, rookie cards, especially graded ones are a, were a priority for me and I I may get more of them. I just, I realized that I have, uh, been talking about him for a while. I have his rookie cards I didn't have any silver and I didn't have anything graded. So that was at that price, very important for me, uh, in this off season. And I, I debated too, cause I, I mentioned Michael Porter jr. You guys, uh, buying cards online right now, I guess, depending on your timing and 
who you're negotiating with. I don't normally do eBay auctions. Maybe you've heard me say this. I, in fact, I often just sort for buy it now and then either make them an offer on it or I put it on my watch list and they'll send me an offer. And usually you can get, you know, 20% off or more on a card you really like without having to compete with other bidders or other, you know, but hey, yesterday it was at a such a bargain basement price for that SGA that I got in with about seven minutes left in the auction. I was winning up until, you know how this works. If you don't know how this works, I would encourage you to test it out. Get some eBay auction experience. See if you like it. But do it on um, cheaper cards and don't do it between 8 and 11 p.m. Certainly don't do it on Sunday evening. There, There are certain hours that are like just eBay is so dang crowded. And so if you want to win an auction, you kind of want to win it when there's fewer bidders and you could, you could get it at a lesser price or lower price. So that's where I, you know, I didn't take my own advice right here, but I still wound up with a fantastic card that, uh, for me is at one of its lowest prices of the year and SGA being a guy who signed, you know, any, any of these guys that signed their rookie extension or their first max extension right now, I would say go after them while they're valuable and, and try to get some of those cards the other guy that I, I think is next on my hit list or target list is going to be some form of awesome card of Trey Young. The guy, the guys you've heard me talk about a lot over the last year, the rookie cards, I have a lot of, I shouldn't say that, I have more of them than I do Trey Young. And I feel like Trey has, has proven that he's going to be a pretty clutch playoff performer for the foreseeable future, maybe for the rest of his NBA career. Trey Young is a fantastic buy right now. Just about anything Trey Young. And uh, I, I feel kind of the same about Ja Morant. You know, you know these guys. These aren't, this isn't like, ooh, I'm glad I went to this genius podcast who told me the guy that nobody else was thinking of. You know, I'm, I'm not, this isn't my podcast about Tyrese Maxey right now. This is my podcast about John Morant, Shea Gilgis, and Alexander. I'm not talking to you about Jalen Suggs or Evan Mobley or Jalen Green, you know, or Kevin Porter Jr. This this one is really going to be about big name guys who are a deal right now. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's just his base that's graded is such a bargain right now. I, I And at the same time, I'm hesitant about base. And I, I want to say this frequently to you guys. There are still tons of cards at PSA being graded. And so if you can anticipate what those cards are, I'm thinking there's a lot of last year's rookie class base prisms. Tons of Tyler Hero, tons of John Morant, tons of, yeah, Zions and I don't know, RJ Barrett's. So base cards, even, you know, you could even say there's probably a lot of silver cards there for grading. And and so when you're going to buy now, are you buying a card that that really isn't uh, going to increase in value, you know, in the next year? I mean, it's going to go up from what it is now. There's going to be a jump from August to October. I, I fully believe that. And certainly into January and next year's playoffs. But my what I'm saying to you is 
like January because people got to spend their Christmas money, right? And a lot of people are going to buy cards. So I'm, I'm all over that. But um, right now is, is a good time to think I've, I've got an episode coming out. Oh no, Hennessy. You never hear sneezes on podcasts. That's how you know it's just real. I didn't edit that out. I'm, I'm just here chilling with you and there's really no risk of, of any, you know, Delta variant in that sneeze because you're just listening to a podcast, you know, you're, you're not, you weren't in the crossfires of that, uh, flying massive germs. I just spouted out across the car. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, uh, so the guys that are going to be on my list of buys for next season or buys for now in the off season, top 10 in each conference, you know, the guys I've already named are on those top lit top 10 lists. I just haven't given you the, you know, in, in each conference, there is, there is a goat that is worth chasing. And I, I wonder, you know, what, what the value of Giannis's cards in a couple of weeks, like a Giannis hoops graded rookie, I'm very interested in. I just don't know if I have the the cash to pull that off. I might need to to trade a few cards together to get that. LeBron James cards. I've always kind of been fascinated by the 2012 Prism set. And so getting a LeBron graded from 2012 is very appealing to me. I'm also, wow, Net Marvels from last year. Get that that one uh, in an already graded uh, capacity. I like, I like. So, but I, I, like I said, I, I, for now I splurged and got finally an SGA silver prism PSA nine. Very happy with what I paid, uh, willing to hold it long-term cause I have wanted that card for a while, but you know, if, if in November he's dropping 30 plus and, and having like, you know, he could, he could average 37 and seven this year. He could average, he could, he could. He has triple-double capacity, that guy does. And he's got more weapons around him now. So I, I love SGA. And, um, you know, they seem to continue to be identifying young, awesome talent down there. So that was my splurge pick. I, I wonder what your experiences with eBay have been. Because, you know, sometimes you get a deal. And sometimes you may have to overpay to win an auction. I'm just glad I got the card in August. 33 points here already in this third quarter. Oh, SGA goes end to end in the scoop and score at the buzzer. Hold on to your butts. So, Select basketball. I always love the look of Select and uh, grown to appreciate it as maybe less popular or less usually less printed than prism but they they are cool they are uh awesome looking cards and every player usually has you know at least three variations i don't want to say variants variations of cards they can you know uh concourse premiere and courtside and courtside is uh often the shorter print there's just fewer of them so if you're going to get a rookie card of LaMelo Ball, man, to get a courtside. Oh, dude, an Isaac Okoro courtside. I like I like those cards a lot. And uh, and so t- 
to hear that that hey, this week there was going to be a big drop of select NBA blasters and mega boxes and possibly hanger boxes on uh, Target.com or Walmart.com. I was I was pretty pumped. This is part of my journey, just to share guys' experiences that I have in the hobby, buying or selling cards. It is really hard. Even even if you know the right people or you're in some group chat or group Discord where they talk about all the good, you know, timing of drops and where to get and what links and, you know, all that stuff, you might be fortunate enough to get a great deal on Select NBA and you might waste three mornings uh, waiting for them to drop only to find that they don't that day. And that's a bit frustrating uh, if you're me. So I did that. And, um, you know, it, 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 during that time though, you get to meet, uh, other collectors and other people trying to find retail boxes. And, and, you know, I think in previous episodes, I have discouraged people from even trying because it feels like such a limited quantity, such a comparative waste of time and uh meaning that you 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 can pretty much assume you're not going to land uh now I did get a chronicles football uh you know draft picks box and that was that was fun a fun rip you know in a in a season for sports cards where you can barely rip anything you can barely you know affordable you know, and you're, anytime you open wax, you're like taking a risk that it's not going to be worth anywhere near what you paid for it before you opened it. So there's that. I just wanted you guys to know, I'm still trying that stuff. I'm still testing that out. And, uh, if any of you have had success getting, getting retail prices or retail wax on basketball cards, good for you. That's awesome. Um, regardless, I just want you to know, that Select is a great product, and it's going to be out. And I wonder if, you know, in previous years, Select has been less printed. There have been fewer copies of those cards than some of the other sets. But this year in Select Football, they mass-printed and mass-released on retail lots of Select Football. And they might do the same with basketball. I do love lots of the variations, lots of the colors, Lots of the, you know, silver or select autos or boy, those court sides. I can't stop talking about them. I have issues with court sides. Maybe it's because as a kid, I always wanted to sit court side to an NBA game. I don't even know if they like thematically, if the pictures for those cards are taken, you know, from down at court level. I don't, I don't think so. Great ball rotation, Middleton. Giannis downhill, slams it home! And the Bucks lead by three! NBA Summer League action. Fun to watch some of that uh, online or YouTube or whatever, but uh, very exciting to see guys like Jalen Green and Evan Mobley and certainly... Cade Cunningham, there's a bright future uh, for this year's rookie class. Absolutely. And at the same time, you can watch um, teams that, well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, it's it's fun to, in advance of next year's card releases or next season's card releases, look at guys that you, you think have 
lots of talent and their teams believe in them. And some of them are not first-year players in the summer league. Some of them are second- or third-year guys that, hey, this is their chance to see what they can do if they have the ball in their hands more, if they have to run an offense. And so a lot of the the second- and third-year guys right now are worth watching. And it was good to see Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin have big games. I am just regularly thinking about uh, prospects, guys that Kenyon Martin Jr., guys that maybe last year they didn't start or play a whole lot, but this year they will. Theo Maladon. I, I wonder with certain teams letting go of or trading away some of their uh, starters, some of their big contracts, unloading them to give other guys more playing time, I think that's going to that's gonna open some things up over the next year for guys in their you know, second, third, or fourth year. And Oklahoma City, I'm fascinated by. In fact, if I was to do a list of, you know, top 20 prospects for next season, guys whose cards are already out, but, uh, you know, are still a bargain, still sort of under the radar. I would say a lot of those guys are on Oklahoma City. There's a few of them on Minnesota, a few on New Orleans. Boy, there's a bunch on Cleveland. You guys know that. You're like, can he please stop talking about Cleveland? No. <laughs> but there's there's guys on Washington, Orlando. And then at the same time, you have to ask, well, are these guys, this team, anywhere near contention? Do they have hope for building more of a, a, a playoff contender around or with some of these young pieces, these young building blocks? And, uh, I mean, that, that remains to be seen for a lot of these teams. I just, I, I don't know what Orlando's doing. I don't know what Minnesota is doing. I, I think it's fascinating what Golden State is doing. In fact, if you look at their roster, they've got, they've got you know, a starting five of Hall of Fame type players in their early 30s or late 20s. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, you know, that, that whole group. But then you've got a younger five of guys. You've got Jordan Poole. You've got James Wiseman. They, they've got a number of, you know, like their second unit, you could all say these guys are under 23. There's some fascinating potential there. And I feel similarly about the Lakers. When your second unit has Malik Monk, you know, and, and I don't know if Taylor Horton Tucker is going to be in the first unit or the second unit. I just know they are very big, very, very high on that guy. And uh, why am I telling you all this? I, I, I think the summer league is fun. I don't want to be, you know, hey, just because Bull Bull had another big game doesn't mean I'm crazy about him. It does mean that he's still on the radar. You know, it does mean that guys that I would, I would just scan box scores. I would scan, you know, there's not a lot of research to be done. There's not a lot, but that's where you might find a guy who a team is just ready to give more responsibility to you might find players that that hey they are in their rookie season and they're showing off they're dominating what Jalen Green is doing in that league is is filthy so that's a guy that I didn't know anything about a month ago really I just knew he was a top 10 pick Jalen Johnson another one Atlanta has some guys some dudes that are balling out that's great that's great guys that that maybe it's their first time playing in a while against this high level of competition or sometimes seeing them go one-on-one against each other is a lot of fun. But just keep in mind that a lot of these dudes that are playing in the summer league, 
this coming season, they're going to be role players. There's very few of them like Jalen Suggs who you know that guy's going to start right out the gate for his team or Jalen Green or Cade Cunningham. These guys are going to start right away at, uh, you know, with those young and <laughs> bottom of the standings rosters. They're going to want to play their young superstars. And so you're getting your first glimpse at them. I really like Evan Mobley, but you already knew that. You're getting your first glimpse at a lot of these guys, Davion Mitchell, that uh, will have some sort of playing time this year. Some of them major minutes. But if you follow Summer League, that, that, that just shows you are a real NBA fan and you're using the... The offseason is an offseason for you. You're paying attention to games. You're, you're paying attention to cards. You're thinking about the upcoming new releases that are out. But sometimes uh, there's a move that happens in the summer. And I'll, I'll mention one right here. Uh, Dennis Schroeder. You, you guys have probably seen all the just the buzz about him, how he turned down a big extension from the Lakers, what, like 20, 21 million a year. This guy turned down six or eight weeks ago. That's the, that's the word. And now, uh, you know, the Lakers moved on. They got Russell Westbrook and Kendrick Nunn. They don't need you, Schroeder. And they certainly couldn't afford you at your, you know, what you think you're worth. And so his agents shopped around and the best he could do, I mean, this is crazy. The best he could do after turning down such a high contract from the Lakers is less than six million for one year in Boston. Now, I, I hear a, a news like that. I certainly feel bad for the guy. Good player. Been around a long time. I mean, seems to have just great attitude and loves the game. And at the same time, when I, when I hear that news, I think, um, really, I'm not thinking about Dennis at all. No offense, Mr. Schroeder or Dennis or, man, I, I love your hair. But no, I'm not. This, this as a cards collector investor... I feel better about what that signing does for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because there is a franchise, I wouldn't say turmoil, I would just say they turning over a coach, turning over GM, you know, losing players that in the last few years, Gordon Hayward, Kyrie, Kemba, you know, what are they doing? Losing Daniel Tice. Um, I don't know. I just It's like, what's, what is Boston doing besides letting Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's prime go to waste and trying to build a bunch of Grant Williams, Carson Edwards, Peyton Pritchard, like like throwing everything at the wall, hoping that Robert Williams turns into a Clint Capella. I, I don't know what they're doing. So, so when they add a starter who is going to score, who is going to run and keep up with these guys and be a, be a legit starter in Boston, if that's what they want him to do, then and and also not feel like he's the long-term solution because maybe they think Peyton Pritchard is fine. All I know is that makes Boston's rotation better, and that makes Jason Tatum's playoff run possibility next year better. So I like that signing. You know, I I, I would almost say that's bigger than any of the news I saw in summer league. Bigger than any of the box scores the last week has been. Okay, so Boston added a dangerous fast one-year rental of a point guard. Great. Great. I think that helps Tatum and Brown. And especially in a offseason when so many other teams in the East have just loaded up. I mean, Chicago getting Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan and Caruso. You've got the Heat adding so many other players. I mean, I don't even know where to start with them. But uh, 
Wow, who would I start with? Kyle Lowry? That's, that's a pretty big deal. You know, Milwaukee won the championship. So you've got other contenders getting better. The Hawks, right? And uh, and I just didn't know if Boston, if, you know, if they would even, I guess they're a bubble team. And I'm not saying Schroeder makes them a top three. No, I would never say that. But I'm just saying it puts Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown squarely back in the, the contender conversation and on the radar. And uh, and they needed that boost. They needed that as they watched their team just kind of fizzle and not do a whole lot in the offseason. So I like that. Other than that, the summer league is just eye candy for basketball fans. Who's there? Who's in the stands? Who did, you know, who did Russell Westbrook go to watch? And how many points did Jalen Green score after putting up you know, 40 shots. Uh, I mean, that's fun. It's, it's basketball, but doesn't affect card values that much right now. Zion to his strong side. He's hey, going to the line. And he's a foul and never went out. What is up, everybody? Welcome to this Thursday edition Let's call it NBA potpourri or a mixed bag or a, you ever get a pizza with everything on it? That's what this episode is. A pizza with everything. No, an episode where I'm going to talk about, I wish it was a pizza. Shoot. Now you guys made me hungry. Thanks a lot, Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary, your host. I love talking sports cards, basketball to be specific, NBA. Today we'll talk a little bit about the summer league play, the free agency moves and some adventures I've had on eBay and I mean, I guess I could throw in a, a good word to Starstock because I love buying and selling Kenyon Martin Juniors and Pokus and Miles Bridges. Oops, I said his name again. Hey, I'm excited for another episode. Hoops and Cards. We are becoming a community all around the globe. Shout out to my friends in Los Angeles, my buddies in Canada, and everybody listening in the Philippines. You guys, you guys rock. Let's get it started. Let's get after it. Let's talk NBA. Let's let's go. Let's let's go folks. <laughs> 